News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The policing body representing around 11,000 frontline Gardaí has voted not to invite Commissioner Drew Harris to its delegate conference this year. Uh, Patrick Horn, solicitor, former Garda, joins us now. Uh, Patrick, your reaction to this news? Yeah, it's sad, but it's understandable. I mean, if you actually talk to guards on the ground level, um, I do every day. Every day I'm in court somewhere. This week I was in court in Wexford, Galway, Clamell, Trim. And I talk to them wherever I go. And um, one thing you notice is that the mood is uh, despondent. It's a different organization to the one that I joined many years ago. And it's sad. There's a lot of great people there. At the ground level I'm talking about here, sergeants, guards and inspectors. These are good people, great people. But uh, the organization is um, consuming itself. And uh, it's trying to attack guys at the ground. And that's one thing that people don't seem to understand. I spoke to a district court judge only a couple of weeks ago. We had lunch and he raised with me the concern he had about this uh, case, this story of this guard somewhere in the country who has been, uh, I think, investigated for giving a bike from the bike shed to some old man, some elderly gentleman. And he thought it was absurd. And I said, well, it is. But it's a symptom of the organization. There's two, two uh, police forces in this country. Guys at the ground and guys at the top. And people don't know that, and the media don't really talk about it, but they don't mix. They don't mix at all. Guys yeah. at the top do not like the guys at the bottom, and the guys at the bottom pretty much hate the ones at the top. Oh, okay, so look, there, there's an issue with morale, uh, no question about it. It's a little, well, ju- it's it's a little, ju- it's a little juvenile, though, isn't it, not to invite. I mean, if you're not talking to people, what are you doing? What's the strategy, then, if you're not going to talk to people? Well, what, what options do you have? If you, but you see, you are talking. As I understand it, they are trying to talk, but the talks are going nowhere because management don't want them to go anywhere. See, if you don't want the talks to work, you'll just engage. Well, I mean, so what, what's the evidence management uh, don't want them to go anywhere? I mean, just because they don't necessarily agree with everything that rank-and-file guardian are looking for doesn't mean that they're, they're not willing to talk, doesn't mean they're not willing to listen. Well, I talk to them, you see. That's the thing. I talk to guys at the ground level and they're telling me that quite a number of them are going to resign and leave the force because they cannot work in these new rostered systems that are now being uh, rammed down their throats. Now, this is a serious thing that people in yeah. the public don't know. Well, no, yeah, I, th- I think, in fairness, I think people do know. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about uh, these rosters. Yeah, and I mean, sorry, but, but, but like workers always want rosters. Uh, you know, the the counter argument is workers always want rosters. Uh, that that suit their suit themselves and suit their lives. Uh, like the the, the 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 response of Drew Harris is that the new rosters are more suitable to get more guardy on the streets for modern policing needs. Yeah, that's a nice story, but unfortunately, the, the reality doesn't really work out. Yesterday, I left court, and it was the fourth time in three months where one of my cases was withdrawn by the state. They threw it out. It was a drink driving case because the guard had resigned. The numbers of guards now who are resigning are unbelievably high. I've never seen anything like it. I spoke to a barrister yesterday said another one of my cases has been withdrawn because a guard had resigned. Yeah, there's month. loads of, I've heard loads of anecdotal stories about guardy leaving. Do the numbers, do the overall numbers actually point to mass exodus it's from the guard? unprecedented. Back when I was in the job, if somebody resigned, there was always a reason. You know, there was a major disciplinary problem. They'd done something really wrong, something like that. They're now leaving in greater numbers than I've ever seen. 
I've never seen this before. Uh, they're leaving and they're going to Australia. That's what they're doing. These well, are young I mean, people. Yeah, I, look, I, I, Patrick, I have to pull you up on that now. How many Guardi have left the force to go to Australia? Do we know what the numbers are? I mean, well, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you from my own personal experience. I've had four cases withdrawn. That's never happened yeah. before. But I just wonder happened. overall how many Guardi have actually left to, to, well, to go to Australia. It's directly proportional to the number of ads that you're seeing on television right now encouraging people to join. Well, that, that is to increase the number of Guardi, which I think most yeah, people think is, is a good thing. Well, be, because we want to increase the number of Guardi to, to, to tackle crime. Like, I, I, yes, I do, do find, I have to say, just viewing it from the outside, and I, I'm not knocking the guards, I think they do an extraordinary job in really difficult uh, circumstances. Um, but but I do wonder, like for me, the GRA is so negative about being a guard. You'd wonder why anyone would ever become a guard, given the negativity uh, from the, that the GRA show towards the well, profession, it's, it's the not, occupation that, that, that on, they that's represent. A bit, it's a bit unfair. It's a bit unfair. No, it, I, I don't know. think it's unfair. It's it. I'm just I, saying. No, I, I, I think it's. A, I think it's a reasonable point to make to you. That no, well, the, the, the members, the, the GRA, are there to uh, represent members around the country. Not a lot of respect for them. Because my allegiance always has been, and still is, with the guys at the ground level. I represent some of these guys who are being under attack by management around the country. They're being put on trial. Now, one of the things that we don't understand, I don't understand, as an average member of the public, and most members of the public wouldn't understand it either, is that when a guard does something wrong, he gets tried before a judge and a jury. But where management does something wrong, well, they get their sins washed through a tribunal of inquiry where no one ever goes to jail. Now, why does that happen all the time? When you do something wrong, if you break the law... Yeah. Well, I mean, look, but Patrick, the reality is we did, there were problems there. There were issues uh, yes, in, re- in, in, in relation to wrongdoing by, by some men, by a minority. No, sorry, can I just, let me make the point in, then you can respond. There were, there were issues, and they're very well publicised, mm-hmm. of wrongdoing by a minority of Gardaí, uh, admittedly. But it, 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 it did need to be addressed. It did need to be sorted. Now, that's, it, it, I absolutely accept the point. In some cases, it has happened in an unfair and cack-handed way. But I don't think it necessarily points to management attacking rank-and-file Gardaí. Well, that's what their view. That's their view, and I should tell you right now. I speak to them as a. Oh no, I absolutely it's accept it is their view, but is it a just view and is it a reasonable view? I think that if you could see right now, as I do, um, cases are in court around the country, and I can only tell you about my experience. Uh, it's a major issue. Just, just very lastly, look, I don't. I'm not a member of on guard. I'm not a policing expert. I don't know Drew Harris personally, but he strikes me as someone who is well-meaning and is trying to do a good job and is trying to reform on Garda Siakana. Why is he some ogre that can't be invi- invited to an annual conference? Well, I don't think he's an ogre. He's not an ogre. He's, he's, he, I think he's trying. I, I agree with you. He's trying. But you see, there is such a disconnect between those at the bottom and those at the top. As to why he's not been invited, I suspect, I don't know. I'm not a party to what the GRA are doing or saying. But when you feel that you have no um, avenue left to you, this is sometimes the only avenue you have left to you. I believe that's probably what they feel. Okay, we'll leave it there. Patrick Horn, solicitor and former Garda. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. Love to hear from you this morning. If you are a, a serving guard, at what you make of the decision, do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? 087 1400 106. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.